Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Watching the Boxes podcast. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and as always, we are hosted by hashtag basketball.com. Go over there and check out um, all your, your favorite Twitter needs for fancy basketball, along with some good fancy tools, a, a, a great calendar schedule that I, I use often for head-to-head leagues, and a lot of really quality NBA writing. So um, hashtag basketball.com, go check it out. And also check out their podcast section where this podcast is hosted, along with another fantasy basketball podcast and two other NBA uh, writer podcasts. So a lot of good stuff going on over there. Hashtag basketball.com. Go check it out and follow them on, on Twitter as well. So yeah, let's get right into the box scores tonight. Uh, there were some some miserable shooting performances tonight, but we will we will talk about that soon enough. Uh, let's start with actually a game that was um, actually good. Uh, the New York Knicks versus the Washington Wizards. Uh, the Wizards actually um, got off to a really um, strong lead up through three quarters, and the Knicks tried to come back on them, but couldn't couldn't complete the uh, the comeback. Looking at the Knicks, uh, Porzingis another you know quality night. No blocks tonight from him, but 16 points, two three pointers, seven rebounds, two assists, and four steals. Pretty, pretty uh, great. I'm, I'm really enjoying uh, owning Porzingis in the leagues that I have him in. Um, worth worth wherever you picked him up this year, I think. Checking out the rest of this team. Derek Rose, one of my favorite lines to go to. Let, let's see. Oh, no, four assists. Yep, that's, that's to be expected. But it does look like he got to the line a lot tonight. He had 27 points, which is pretty good. Uh, eight for eight from free throw, three three pointers, which is super rare, but two rebounds, four assists, and one steal. So, uh, counting stats once again, pretty poor, but uh, tonight he was scoring a lot, and that's always a positive. I um, <clears throat> don't think he is worth owning in any any standard leagues. I just uh, I just don't think he does enough of the guard stats. He's he made th- some threes tonight, but. He's not consistent when it comes to three pointers. Um, I, maybe if he starts playing a little bit better, he starts. Uh, you can start talking about maybe he's in that drop category. Maybe he's somewhere who who's, could be considered standard leagues, but only in deep leagues is he is he valuable. I just don't think he's he does enough uh, steals, threes, and assists for a point guard. Plus, you know, he's um, shooting the ball at 43%, which isn't great but isn't isn't the worst uh, it could be worse than that for sure same with Joakim Noah he's not um, standard league but in certain punting strategies just like Rose if you're if you don't care about assists or three-pointers or steals um, then maybe he he kind of fits in there but Noah tonight only played 19 minutes and like I said it, he if he played more he could be a lot more valuable but um, he's only really just in certain type of punting leagues. What was interesting tonight, um, the Brandon Jennings-Justin Holiday battle for a supremacy coming off the bench. Brandon Jennings actually won that tonight, and he had the best line on this team tonight. 17 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds, and a steal with 3 three-pointers. He was 7 for 10 tonight. It's um pretty impressive. I we haven't really seen anything like that from Brandon Jennings since preseason. And I'm certainly not expecting this to be normal. I think he just kind of got hot off the bench, but there's the um, there's the potential 
that a lot of people have been waiting on with Brandon Jennings. So there it was, but it's a flash in the pan. He's not going to suddenly start. He's not going to start. Maybe he'll play a few more minutes off the bench after that uh, nice play tonight, but don't get your hopes up. I'm not, I'm not running out and picking him up or anything like that. I'm not, I'm not excited about Brandon Jennings uh, just yet. There has to be an injury on this team for me to uh, start thinking about him. Moving over to the Wizards, um, Bradley Bill was back tonight. He had 18 points, three three-pointers, five assists, and two rebounds in his return. That, to me, is a very standard, um, probably a, a good Bradley Beal night for me, really, because that's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to score. He's supposed to hit some three-pointers. And tonight he actually gave you some of those counting stats, at least a few of them. Normally he's only good for just a little bit. But, yeah, Bradley Beal, um, I think you know what he is moving forward. And the fact that he doesn't do the counting stats as well as you would like him to. And, you know... The guy's injured all the time. He's never really played a full season, so um, I'm not I'm not running out to pick him up off the waivers either. I just um, if you if you're desperate for some scoring off the off the waivers, that is hard to come by. So I get why you would you would want him on your team, but other than that, I'm not interested in him in standard leagues at all. That did uh, hurt Marcus Thornton's production. He only had 18 points or 18 minutes tonight. Even in those 18 minutes, though, he had 13 points, two rebounds, an assist, and a steal, and three three-pointers. Uh, Marcus Thornton only is valuable in standard leagues if he's playing starters minutes. I think in starters minutes, he is more valuable than Bradley Beal in starters minutes. So I guess you got to hope for a Bradley Beal injury to get him um, relevant. But other than that, you know, he's, he's going to come off the bench and play limited minutes. Everybody else on this team had um, pretty pretty normal nights. Uh, Mark Keith Morris didn't shoot the ball well, but eight rebounds, two assists, and a steal. Otto Porter doing uh, what has become kind of natural for Otto Porter lately. 21 points, four three-pointers, which is pretty pretty nuts. Eight rebounds, an assist, two steals, and a block. Um, I mean, I've been saying sell high on Otto Porter simply because I just don't think he he can continue to shoot this well, but he is continuing to shoot this well, and that's um, pretty stunning. I think um, I I still think he's a sell high. Uh, the the better he gets, the more you. Uh, that's I think the hardest part is understanding when someone is outperforming or just this is how good they are. And with Otto Porter to come kind of out of nowhere, it's like, well, I'm not sure if this is who he really is. And then you look at his career stats and you go, well, he's definitely not a 52% field goal shooter. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. But the longer he continues to do this, the more the more likely is we are seeing him take a step forward uh, in his game. And that and that could be positive. That could mean uh, good things for him in the future. But right now I'm still I'm putting him in a sell high category. I just don't think. Um, this is who he is. Uh, at the end of the year, uh, his, his by the end of the year, his field goal is going to drop off. His rank is going to drop off. And, and some of the stats might drop off as well. But it's usually shooting that hurts. So that would hurt three-pointers as well. Um, his rebounds, assists, and steals and blocks should stay constant with him playing this many minutes per game. So uh, feel free to sell high on him. Let's go on to the next game. Here is a um, 
prime example of some horrible shooting tonight, the Bucks versus Miami Heat. Bucks shot 30, under 33%, 32.9% tonight. Whew, they made 28, they made 28 shots. 28 shots tonight. That's, um, that's really horrible. So it's going to be hard to, um, kind of take any value out of this box score, but let's, let's give it a shot. It does look like they did try to get a lot of guys on the bench going and man, did they also suck? Uh, even Mike Beasley even came in the game and played 16 minutes and took 11 shots in 16 minutes. Mike Beasley, not afraid to put his shot up. Beasley had 13 points and 10 rebounds. I'm not, um, trying to go out and pick up Mike Beasley at all. That's um, that's nothing to be excited about for him, for sure. Looking at the rest of this team, Snell, once again, with the start, uh, 14 points, four three-pointers, six rebounds, one assist. Still not in on him. I'm still not in on uh, Deladova on this team either. Really, uh, Monroe, Giannis, and Jabari are the only three worthy guys on this team. You kind of know what you're getting from them as well. Another start from John Henson, which is very interesting. Um, Monroe did not play. Coach's decision, another incredibly horrible choice. Um, I'm looking into Twitter. I think this has become, obviously, a situation. I'm looking to Twitter to see what happened here. It just looks like... Monroe is either unhappy, they set him the entire game. They shot under 33%, and a guy who can score and score well, they set him the entire game. Something is up there. He is either getting traded very soon, or there's some sort of disciplinary uh, action going on here where he is uh, mispracticed, or he's just unhappy with being on this team. I, I get, I would be unhappy being on this team as well. They They brought him in. I bet you they pitched him pretty hard to say, listen, you're you're going to be the guy here. You're going to be our starting center. We really want you uh, to just run the team around you, blah, blah, blah. And then they just benched him. They just threw him to the curb. And, and um, he's got to move. And and as someone who owns him, that's probably your only hope right now if, if, if you own him. If, if he's on your um, – <clears throat> if he's on your waivers, be wary for a move out of Milwaukee – I just, it's just very strange to see something like this happen, and that's it's a very rare occurrence. So, you know, keep watch of Greg Monroe. Something interesting could happen at any time. John Henson starting, a little bit better starting night tonight. 5 for 8, 12 points, 5 rebounds, 1 steal, and 3 blocks. This guy is uh, an elite block guy in limited uh, minutes. He um, is currently playing... Not very great uh, compared to previous um, years. Usually, so last year, let's just take a look. Last year, in seventeen about 17 minutes, he averaged two blocks a game. The year before that, in about 18 minutes, he averaged two blocks a game. This year, in 16 minutes, he's not even getting a block a game, which makes very little sense to me. He should be someone who's much much better when he's playing starters minutes or close to starters minutes and it, it it's never really seemed to translate when you take a look at someone like Gorgie Dang when he was playing limited minutes you're like oh there's some there's some nine cap potential there he's getting some blocks some steals and stuff Henson's a one-trick pony he is just blocks uh he, he should get some rebounds simply by being a big man and playing in that position but um really 
his translation to playing starters minutes has never suddenly equated to like you know four blocks a game or uh, insane rebound numbers like he's kind of he's got a limit and there um there's been you know precedent in this uh in the past where there's been a guy who's like oh if it's 30 look at his 36 if he gets any better he'll uh you know if he starts he's gonna be amazing and um it just never pans out he's he's got some of these players got this weird um ceiling and uh john henson might be one of them but the fact that he's starting the fact that he's playing uh quite a few minutes and he is known for elite blocks i would um i would go ahead and i know i mean i would take a flyer on him if you're desperate for blocks and you're in a, in, a, in a bigger league. If you're in a standard league, I think you can get blocks elsewhere right now. And I, I'm not sure what's going on here, so we, we have to wait. We have to wait and see what happens. I would hope Greg Monroe gets moved. And I'd rather actually take a flyer on Greg Monroe getting moved when he gets moved than John Henson as the starting center here in Milwaukee. The Heat, another um, interesting team that has a lot of uh, moving parts, and tonight uh, does look like they are um, at least somewhat healthy. Winslow still sitting out, but uh, Dragic is back, and he played 35 minutes, so he's he's ready he's ready to come back. This is still Waiters Island, apparently though. Waiters shooting 22 shots tonight, 0 for 5 from three. But I had 23 points, seven rebounds, and four assists. Um, like I said, that doesn't get me excited. He scores, you know. And if you need to stream someone off the waivers to get points, well then here's your man right here. So he he's relevant in the sense that he's getting uh, a ton of shots up and he's scoring also a ton, and and that that has value. But in a nine cat league, in, in leagues that where you care about uh, where where your starters are, outside of streaming, uh, I'm just not I'm not picking this guy up, even though he's playing a ton and he's shooting a ton. He's not he's not good enough for for in my book to to be on any standard league team, especially roto leagues. Uh, Dragic in his return, 16 points, six rebounds, four assists, one steal, one three pointer. Um, Good return. That's a healthy return, I think. Uh, you hope he, he can stay healthy if you own him. And I think he's fine moving forward to, to have as a, as a point guard on your team. He should still uh, maintain his place in the top 100. He's, I think he's still a lower um, 50 guy, like a lower half of the, the league guy. But still worth having. He gets assists. He's scoring at a decent clip. He hits some threes. So um, worth owning for sure if someone foolishly dropped him during his injury time um, Tyler Johnson here back to the bench and you know he's been averaging almost 30 minutes a game and and tonight he only had 23 minutes he did have eight rebounds and five assists and eight points with a three-pointer so that's in 23 minutes that's still kind of impressive but it doesn't seem like he's getting consistent playing time and now that the team's getting healthier there's less playing time to go around uh, another interesting johnson uh, someone should rephrase that for a uh, phrase that was horrible uh james johnson who i do uh like 
if he's if he's playing good minutes and tonight he played 30 minutes he does have the capability of filling up a nine cat line tonight he actually did that nine points 10 rebounds three assists a steal a block and a three once again the consistency in his playing time isn't there for me if you're in a nine cat roto league i guess i i could see where you might want to um pick him up or have him at the end of your bench if you're in, in, in a bigger league. But standard leagues, um, he's only going to be the occasional quality start. You're going to get a lot of, um, I think, subpar starts out of him if you have him at the end of your bench and you're trying to spot start him. Because you really just don't know what these rotations are going to be from night to night in Miami. And that, that really hurts not knowing uh, not knowing rotations. If you see some, some strategic injuries then maybe, you know, these guys like Tyler and, and James Johnson might be good pickups or um, good flyers to take based on uh, if you know they're going to get playing time. But if you don't know they're going to get playing time, not much you can do there. Moving on to the next game, Portland versus Houston. These guys uh, know how to score. They both shot over 45%. Take note, Milwaukee. Um, Miles Plumley. For the Trailblazers, played 30 full minutes with the start. He only had four points, but he had eight rebounds, seven assists, and one block. This has been um, not the first game that Miles Plumley has been able to um, has been able to actually get quite quality assists. It's been um, surprising that a, a center like that has um, the ability to to get assists at a decent clip. Um, he had seven assists a couple games ago against Sacramento. In the last five games, he's averaging five assists. So he's getting a little interesting to me, and he's playing uh, decent minutes. Sometimes those minutes completely fall off, which is a little annoying. So the consistency isn't there, but he is he is getting decent minutes um, for the season. He's averaging 26, and he's got four and a half assists with almost a steal and a block. If he can get his um, scoring up and, and his playing time up, you know, this is a guy that suddenly enters into possible standard league relevancy. Um, if you're kind of hurting with centers, this might be a guy you take a flyer on, have at the end of your bench. He's been, you know, better over the last couple weeks, and it seems like Portland is going to him uh, a little bit more. So... You know, someone to, someone to keep an eye on the, at the very least. The rest of this team, uh, Mo Harkless, who, uh, like I said, I, I really like. I think he's having a pretty good year this year. He's ranked 59th overall in nine cat averages. He does a little bit of everything. He's not going to score in, in bunches or anything like that, but he does enough for me in nine cat leagues. Tonight, it's 19 points, so he actually did score pretty well with three three-pointers. And he also had six rebounds and uh, no, none of the counting scores. So tonight he kind of flipped an opposite on you. But on average, you know that's that's good that he that he's actually got the the 19 points, three three pointers. Um, even though he's kind of known for doing all of the things. So interesting night from him. Uh, everybody else, Alan Crabb got a start tonight. He did not play very well. Um, it looks like uh, Aminu is out. Let me go check real quick. Uh, he 
injured his left calf and he should be back in a week or so. So it, it's, it's interesting to see who's getting uh, some tick from that. Alan Crabb got the start, but he did not get the tick. Um, Evan Turner actually ended up, I think, getting a lot of those minutes. Um, that is a good position for him. 28 minutes tonight. He was uh, 5 for 13 with 12 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals. This might be a guy uh, you take a flyer on or you, you stream in your head-to-head leagues because he's he should be starting to get minutes. If you're in deeper leagues, now this is a guy to target for at least the next week to get some try to get some quality uh, minutes out of somebody. So if you if you're kind of desperate for anyone on the waiver who's who's going to play um, at a decent pace, Evan Turner. He's getting the he's getting the minutes right now, and I'm willing to take a flyer on him in, in bigger leagues and, or stream him in head-to-head leagues. Moving on to the Rockets, um, really a lot of the same from them. Clint Capella, another solid start, 15 and 7, with an assist and a steal in two blocks in 27 minutes, 7 for 9, really high field goal percentage. That is always something to pay attention to because, like I said, a lot of people don't pay attention to percentages, and those still count every single week or every every uh, category matters in a Roto League and Clint Capella. Well, that matters. He's only shooting about a little under eight field goals a game, so it's not going to like completely put scorch you to the top of your uh, field goal percentage, but. He does enough, and he's shooting 62% for the year. If he is on your waivers, I would take a flyer on him. I would pick him up and have him on your team. Patrick Beverly uh, played tonight, finally, and uh, it's good to see him back. He got the start tonight. He only played 25 minutes, and I think that's a little bit just uh, precautionary. But in those 25 minutes, he was 5 for 8 with a 3-pointer. Only 11 points, but 3 assists and 2 rebounds and 3 big blocks. So... That's going to skew his rankings if you're if you're looking at him on averages. He's only played one game, so don't everybody don't go pick him up or anything like that. Uh, historically, Patrick Beverly has been kind of in the drop zone in fantasy leagues. I um, am waiting to see, or or at least in the lower the lower tier, I I could see where he has fantasy relevancy. So. Take a flyer on him if you if you got him in standard leagues, bigger leagues for sure. Let's see what he's got. Like it's too early to tell. He's only played one game. He is 28, so it's not like suddenly he's gonna break out. Those injuries really do wear on you, you know. Um, but he got the start, and he's gonna play starters minutes, and he does just enough to to warrant. Uh, being at the end of starter at the end of standard leagues or kind of in the in, taking a, worth taking a flyer on uh, end of the bench kind of guy a lower a lower half uh, standard league but you know sometimes he he can get it going and uh, he can get his threes and his steals going and th- that really helps but right now uh, take a flyer on him like why not if you if you're kind of desperate for something interesting to to do if you if you've been kind of bored or laying off the waiver wires. Pick him up, take a shot, see what happens. I think it's worth it. Moving on to the next game of the night, some more poor shooting. The 76ers only made 31 field goals tonight, uh, only shooting 37% against the Minnesota Timberwolves. For some reason, oh wait, no, not some reason. His name is 
Tom Thibodeau blowing out the 76ers, and yet Wiggins played 38 minutes, Carl Anthony Town played 38 minutes, and Zach Levine played 39 minutes. Not going to the bench at all, which means this bench is completely worthless on the on the Timberwolves. Don't even try to think, oh, maybe one of these guys is going to get a lot of minutes off the bench. No, it's not going to happen. Tom Thibodeau is a dictator. He's a lunatic, and just this is to be expected. But looking at the night everybody had on the Timberwolves, uh, very, very impressive. My favorite nine-cat center, Gorgie Dang, 12 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a block. Uh, right across the board once again, Every everything you want. Wiggins is still scoring in bunches, 35 points tonight, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, 3 three-pointers. Um, I, I, I like him moving forward. I think he's taken a little... Uh, bump up in his game. I, he doesn't get enough steals and blocks for me right now, but the guy's young, incredibly young, really, and um, I think he's worth holding on to. I don't think you're going to get the value you need back from him. You're not going to sell high, and I, I don't see him falling off. I, I think, um, now granted, he's shooting around a little under 50% for the season, so that's a little high. Just look at his volume, right? Like, Shooting that kind of volume, I don't think it's sustainable to um, continue to shoot around 50%. But you know, I think I, I still think he's I think he's pretty good. I, uh, I if you want to sell high on him because you can get something really really good back for him, something in the top 50, then do that for sure. But uh, I, I, Wiggins is going to be a, a starter quality standard player for the rest of the year, and I'm not sure he breaks into the top 50, but he might uh, approach, uh, you know, uh, the the 50 mark or or at least 60 somewhere in that somewhere in that range by the end of the year if he keeps this um, this type of um, performance up. Though, like I said, it's hard to come by points, so I mean that has a lot of um, value when you when you look at it. The rest of this team. Let's see. Did what they needed to do. Carl Anthony Towns hit a three-pointer tonight. That's always nice. 25 and 10 with two blocks. Ricky Rubio is still playing, which is hurting Zach Levine's um, value. Zach Levine, I think, falls off as long as Ricky Rubio is playing. Ricky Rubio, four points, five assists. That's pretty bad. Um, and Zach Levine, five for 14, only one three-pointer tonight. But he did a little 11 uh, points, two rebounds, of assists, a steal, and a block. So he did a little bit of everything. Um, like I said, the, the bench is not approachable. Going over the 76ers, uh, the trend that that we've seen this week is Ilyasova starting and uh, Sarge coming off the bench. Sarge played 27 minutes tonight, 16 points, two three-pointers, four rebounds, an assist, and two steals. I think him coming off the bench has helped him uh, already. And it's getting him confidence, is having him play against, you know, lesser talent. And uh, I'm willing to take a flyer on uh, Saric in, in standard leagues just because he's kind of, he's young, he's an unknown, and his, his potential ceiling is a lot higher than than a lot of guys who are coming off of, of benches around the league. So I'm willing to take a flyer on him. Everybody else on this bench I am not willing to take a flyer on. I know um, occasionally Okafor gets to play 
and TJ McConnell did have a seven rebound or six rebounds, seven assists, and two steals tonight. But I'm not. There's not enough consistency there. Gerald Henderson only played 15 minutes, which is kind of interesting. Um, I'm not sure why he he only played limited minutes tonight. I'm gonna go look into that. But while I'm looking into that, let's talk about the man, the myth, the process. Joel Embiid, 10 points, 10 rebounds, and a block. All in 22 minutes. That's that's silly for 22 minutes. It really is. The fact that he's also good at steals and he shoots three pointers. That's just um, he's he's incredible value when it comes to standard leagues. And I'm I'm not shying away from him. I'm not trying to sell him. I I'm gonna just suck it up and deal with the fact that he sits some games and that he he isn't always playing. It's to me. Like I play, I play in a lot of roto leagues. To me, it's all about quality starts. So when you know he's going to play, you put him in. And when you sit him, whatever. You know, fall back in some games. It's no big deal to be up or down in games at this point in the season. Um, Embiid's going to be a real special player, and I think by the end of the year, he is going to be, um, you know, playing playing full full minutes and and kind of carrying that team around. And so that will be really fun to see once he's running in all cylinders. Uh, Robert Covington, one for twelve tonight. Yep, one for twelve. Zero for seven from three pointer. Just, I mean, just drop this guy, right? Like, you can't just sit around and wait for him to, to figure it out. Drop him. If he figures it out, you know, put him back on your team. But until you can figure it out, drop this dude. Elisova now starting. He only played twenty one minutes. Uh, I don't think he's worth owning just yet, but I'm, I'm keeping an eye on his, um, his performances as a starter, even though he has been starting, he really just, you know, he hasn't been playing a ton of minutes as a starter. So is a guy worth, he's a guy worth keeping an eye on. Uh, if make sure he's actually going to be playing, um, uh, good minutes, but until then, I, I, I don't want him on my team. Basically. I, I, I'm not sure I'm interested in him, um, sitting around on my team, but the guy shoots threes. He gets, uh, he gets rebounds. He's just too streaky. He, he's definitely a tramp of the, uh, of the fantasy world. Even if he does get hot, he's going to fall off. And, that, and that's why I don't want him on my team. But if you're desperate for some threes and points, take a flyer. Can't stop you from, from, uh, getting desperate. And the fact that he starts, he's, he's a streamer for sure. Uh, definitely a stream player. Um, Sergio Rodriguez, really, really, really horrible night. That could lead to maybe TJ McConnell getting more play like he did tonight. I don't know if he'll ever earn the starting job or anything like that, but we'll see. Um, moving on to the final game of the night. Here it is. The, the, the epitome of horrible, horrible shooting. Both of these teams. This is this is uh, from the second quarter. I I started watching this game in the second quarter. I'm fairly sure the Bulls made one shot in ten full minutes. It was it was so so bad to watch. No one could make a shot. Really, the score stayed at like 36-36 for at least six or seven minutes. And I was you know I almost just was like I I don't think I can I don't think I can live like this. I don't think I can deal with it. Um, at least in the fourth quarter, uh, the Bulls actually started scoring. But here's here's what Utah did in the second quarter: 17 points, followed by 15 points in the third quarter. 
that is that is just horrible. Uh, Utah needs to figure that out. The Bulls only had 16 points in the second quarter, but at least they got, they got 25 in the third. Uh, right now, it's kind of in the middle of the fourth. One of the guys on Utah I'm paying attention to is Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles, he had a, a decent night the other night. Played 32 minutes against Memphis. Had 18 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 steals. And a, and a 3. So I'm keeping an eye on him. He, he's not getting consistent minutes. Uh, and I think he needs starters minutes to be, to be valuable. And I just don't think he's going to get starters minutes. Tonight he does have seven points and five rebounds in 14 minutes, but you know that's really that's really not enough for me to to get excited about. Um, Joe Ingles also in that Memphis game, he he kind of impressed as well. He had four three pointers, 20 points, four rebounds, and two assists with a steal. Again, I think the same deal. A guy to to really keep your eye on to like you know maybe you know there's some potential here. His ceiling's higher than I thought it was. But without the consistent playing time, just I'm not really sure what I'm getting, and I don't know if I'm really interested in, in, in getting getting any of it. Dante Exum got the start tonight. Um, currently, in this game, he's he's looked pretty solid. Gobert's playing well uh, as well. With the rest of this team, other than uh, Trey Lyles and Ingles, um, you kind of know what you're getting. Um, Rodney Hood is um is back shooting a ton of shots and you knew his um percentage couldn't keep the and his usage couldn't keep up the way it was but i still like him moving forward as a as a as a standard league guy he um he's gonna have some value i think Exum moves back to the uh the bench once george hill uh comes back from his injury i'm um not really sure how long. I think the injury is uh, is shorter than you think, but I, I really like seeing Exum getting minutes. I've, I've been watching, been watching him. Yeah, um, George Hill could really be back at any time. Derek Favors still out. He could be out for a while, and that's why, um, I you know Boris Diaw and and Joe Ingles are getting a lot of playing time, and Trey Lyles. That's why they're getting a lot of playing time. So once Favors is back, that all falls off for them. Going on to the Bulls, well, here's the Bulls. Without Rondo, they play so much better, and Rondo's got to go. Jaron Grant uh, got the start tonight again. I'm not really positive that he's got standard league value, even though he is getting the start. Uh, he's getting starter close to starters minutes, even. Uh, Isaiah, they are le- leaning on Isaiah Cannon to play uh, decent minutes off the bench as well. And uh, Denzel Valentine uh, has gotten good tick already in this game. He hasn't been too um, impressive fantasy-wise, but watching him play, he does seem to feel like he's got a uh, he's kind of a natural out there on the court. He's making good decisions, at least uh, from the few uh, decisions he had to make in this game. So that is that is nice to see. Robin Lopez, another uh, long-minuted night for him. The Bulls are really relying on their starters tonight. They already got two guys over 30 minutes with 10 minutes to go. Jimmy Butler is amazing. He's still doing what he does. Um, the Bulls, I think you kind of know what you're getting at. It's more watching to see what the Rondo Jaron Grant situation is and if Jaron Grant could provide good enough fantasy value to to spot start. I guess if you want to stream him, feel free if you if you need that that spot because he's he is starting so he is playing good minutes. Um, 
Nico and Portis are the guys to watch on this team coming off the bench. And Nico is actually playing pretty decent tonight, but he's still he's still in that streaky spot, and he's still not playing enough minutes for me to get excited for him. So until someone gets injured where he can play, um, I'm, I'm keeping Nico off of standard leagues for a long, long time. And that's really it. That's all the games tonight. If you uh, like what you're hearing with this podcast, please uh, go out to iTunes or wherever you download apps and uh, give us a rating and leave us a review. That always helps uh, with the rankings and and helping people find us. And if you want to get at me, if you want to message me, give me feedback on this uh, podcast or really just um, talk fantasy or uh, ask me questions about your team for trades and waivers, you can find me on Twitter at WatchTheBoxes, all one word. So yeah, hit me up anytime. I'm usually tweeting during Vols games because that is apparently what my life has turned into. Uh, So yeah, thanks for joining me. Uh, Appreciate you guys listening. And have a good night, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.